Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Satansrapture.com, satansrapture.org, our band sites, and with me as always, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, how are you doing there, Danny? Oh, so far, so good. I survived another year. Yes, you did, and that's good, and God needs you here. You know, I'm just looking at the uh, stock market. It has almost crashed another 1,100 points today. Wow. And that that's over a trillion dollars wiped out forever. Forever. And now it's it's it crashed last week nine hundred dollars on Monday and now another thousand lost. I mean a thousand well, points. So things are really starting to get bad in this world, Benny. Yeah, Joe Biden even predicted that there'd be a recession in twenty twenty three. Oh, exactly, and he's causing it. Of yep. course it yeah, they're, they're blaming everything on Putin. Now they're saying there's a mass fertilizer shortage, and that's going to cause uh, more <laughs> food shortages across the country. And that's right. because of Putin. So, I mean, everything now is being blamed on Putin. It's not it's not accurate. But, but right now, Putin also, look, at he's, um, he is literally waging full-scale war against the Ukraine. And he he's has no signs of letting up. He'll stop when he wants to stop. If he can yeah. take, I mean, if he can take the whole Ukraine, he'll take it. If he can take half the Ukraine, he's going to take it. And um, we saw yesterday in Bible prophecy, we saw Hamas terrorist leaders met in Moscow, <laughs> Moscow with Putin. And today there was a terror attack in Israel, in Tel Aviv. So we're starting to see uh, the ratcheting up of the chaos around the world. And China is again threatening Taiwan to take Taiwan and maybe Japan. (laughs) And um, North Korea just launched another test missile. So this world, we're seeing a configuration of nations coming about exactly what Jesus warned about then he in, in Bible prophecy that the world right. is looking very apocalyptic to people yeah but they, they can't destroy everything because then there'll be nothing left for the Antichrist to rule over of course they're not no they're not going to destroy everything it's just things are just getting slowly worse and worse and worse and the solution will be you know a one world government a one world economy a new a new world socialist order based on luciferism and that's what the united nations is promoting since 1982 but you know as we always say the only radio broadcast out anywhere that is preaching the truth of the gospel from genesis to revelation and back again and that truth is that jesus is the christ the son of a living god not this uh Hinduistic pagan trinity god that came about 140 to 325 AD and that's mm-hmm. that's what sets the show apart from uh everything else out there Danny and 
you know, we represent the Church of Philadelphia in the Book of Revelation. Right. And people can wonder, you know, where is the Church of Philadelphia today? Well, it's about to be born in the womb of the future. There's a few believers, there's a few scattered believers in this world that are out out there following Jesus in spirit and truth. But the vast majority of of the Church of Philadelphia is yet to be born. Where do you think Satan came up with the idea of Trinity? He didn't just pull it out of blue air because he's I mean a blue sky because everything he does he steals from God. Well that's true, yes he does. Well Trinity was the basis of all of all the occult religions. You know, uh as back as uh ancient Sumer after the flood there was a Trinity, a Sumerian Trinity. And then there there was a Norse Trinity and there was a Egyptian Trinity and everywhere there was always a a Trinity. And then um when Christianity well, well, when the the first church was in Jerusalem, right, and it was very Judaic based, one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it, who begot or created a Son, who would be the Savior, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit on Earth, and that slowly mor- morphed into copying the Hindu Trinity with uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, three as one. Because because really in the uh, in Christianity as we know it today, Catholic or Protestant, Jesus is not the Son of a living God. He is he's God, one third of a triune being. So that that's where it all comes from from the devil. And why did he bring this Trinity? Because he knew that when the the church is accepted, the power of God will be shut off, and that's exactly what happened. So if people started, if people came out and said they don't believe in Trinity no more, the power of God would be reborn? No, no. If people accepted Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, in those individuals, the power of God would be released. Hmm. You know, in those people that would, would, would accept that. And I, be, I believe there's going to be at least 144,000 people are going to accept this and follow Jesus in spirit and truth. So the last church will be the same, Church of Philadelphia, as the same as the first church in the book of Acts. Right. I always had a problem with the book of Acts because it seems too much like socialism. You give your money to one person, and that one person is supposed to dole it out to whoever needs it. Well, socialism is a poor system, Danny, where... They take your money, and they give you back what, what you should have, what they want you to have. It, it's all forced. Right. They, they take over the gov- uh, businesses, and they pay everyone a universal salary. <laughs> the book of Acts was totally different. It was, it was just based on free will, you know, on people, on people caring and meeting the needs of their fellow believers. That, that's, that's all it was when – it says yeah. everyone that came to the church, people met their needs, and if they they didn't have what they needed, they would sell their sell the their cloak or whatever, and and help everyone meeting their needs. So, people helping a church helping everyone in need is a lot different than a forced system where you have no choice. Right. I mean, okay, Acts is also a little bit scary. What about those two fa- two people that? Uh had a piece of property and they sold it and they only gave half their money to the church and then they got they died. Ananias and uh Sapphira, yeah, they did. God God struck them dead as a warning. But most people that warning just <laughs> just went out the window. You know, with with, with everything else in in Christianity, Danny. The religion we're the religion we're seeing today is is nothing like we even read in the Book of Acts. They, they didn't believe in a, a Trinity God. They didn't believe in a salvation by faith alone. You know, they believe through Jesus we have forgiveness of sins. 
but then you have to follow him and earn a crown of life, and that that is what the churches totally reject. They don't right. want to hear Protestant or Catholic. They just want to believe believe in the salvation by faith alone, by by uh, belief in the Trinity alone. That's you're not going to find Jesus teaching that anywhere. That's nowhere, true. no, nowhere in the Bible. But they t- I think they take that one verse out of context. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Well, if, if God created a son, wouldn't he be uh, a lot like his father? Yeah, exactly. In, in likeness and in spirit. So, yeah, and then look at the verse it is. Look at the exact read. Look at the verse you just said, Danny. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen my the father. father. Well, my father. The point is, Jesus has a father. He didn't always exist. That's true. Jesus said, I and my father are one. Well, why would God have a father? He wouldn't, because he was never created. Right. But a son of God, the son of a living God, would have a father, and that's who Jesus said he is. So when you return to that basic truth, that is the stepping, that's the first step in eternal life. The first step of every journey, a journey always begins with the first step. That is the first step, accepting this truth. And then, right. you know, fo- following this truth. You know, following Jesus in spirit and truth. That That's the next step after step after step on the path to heaven. That's a lot different than just believing heaven by faith alone. And um, in the book of Romans, chapter 10, it does kind of talk, it does kind of reference salvation by belief alone, which is not what Jesus ever taught. Right. You got to, you got to compare statements in the book of Romans, say, to what Jesus said. Just just because you, you know, know, maybe you could get into what the writer of Romans meant. I don't even know how much of Romans Paul even wrote. I'm just saying that the text itself is not agreeing with a lot of what Jesus taught. I think a lot of his books were were misleading, not just the book of Romans. Or or statements in his writings. But then again, who who was Paul? Paul's just a human being. He's a man. So people are going to make mistakes. They're going to not get something right. They're going to write something that can be misinterpreted. So that's why Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. Yeah, because Paul said in the book of Romans that no one seeks after God. And uh, Jesus said, seek and you'll find and ask and you shall receive. Right, and knock and it will be given. Right, so that's that's a problem right there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it's not a problem if you focus on Jesus' words in red, because who is the Christ, the Son of a living God? Is it Paul? No. No. Is it Peter? No. No. Is it James or John? No, it's Jesus, Yeshua. So if you focus on that, well, see, that's, that's where our focus should be, on the words in red. Because Jesus said the words he speaks are not his own. They were given to him by his father. Again, right. that doesn't sound like God talking. It sounds like the son of the living God talking, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. How do how do I reply to people? What I tell people right here, especially the Baptists, which is everybody. Well, any evangelical, how, how do I, whatever. What's how do mean? I tell them that... Uh, Trinity is false without just making them angry and and uh, yelling and screaming at you. Because as soon as you say Trinity, you don't believe in Trinity, you're no longer a Christian. You're some other category. Right. So, the, well, then you don't talk to them about that. <laughs> if, if people aren't open to something, why would you talk to them about it? That's true. Yeah, but the time will come when the Church of Philadelphia is born. And then people, everyone will know what we believe, and it'll be very clear to people. When you say Church of Philadelphia, they'll know 
we believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a living God, not, nothing to do with the Trinity. Yeah. And, and nothing to do with the Jehovah Witnesses' belief that Jesus is just a man that perfected himself, or the Mormons that believe Jesus and Lucifer were brothers. No, none of those none of those occult concepts is, has any place in Christianity. None. No place. But um, is, it, is there question. a church out there that's close to the truth? Close doesn't mean nothing, would it? No, no there really, true. there isn't. But what good is close? Close means you're still not following God in spirit and truth. So you're following Him in error and in your human spirit or Satan. So what good would that be? I stepped into a Church of God the other day. I'm not sure. I didn't know exactly what they believed. I went in there, and uh, they 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 don't believe in. Once saved, always saved, but they still believed in Trinity, so I didn't know what to think of it. Well, because it's another false church. No, they, they Trinity means they're not listening to the Spirit of God. Uh, what's right. their version of? They probably most they probably believe. Yeah, if you stop believing the Trinity, uh, you could lose your salvation. <laughs> that's what they believe. Yeah, that's exactly what they believe. Some churches would say, well, even if you don't believe in the Trinity, you're still saved and guaranteed heaven. Other churches say, no, you've got to maintain your belief in the Trinity to stay saved. But it's still salvation by believing in a, a falsehood, not in following Jesus. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back on Doomsday Talk Radio. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy But then 
people should be healed. Well, is it all healing by faith? You believe and you you would be healed if you're in the truth. Right. I mean, yeah. I think it's a, an important part of, of of being a Christian is being healed of your illnesses. Well, yeah, it's it's it's, ama- it's part of it, yeah, because uh, illnesses and diseases can think illness, right? Chronic health problems can keep you from make it harder to follow God. I believe when the Church of Philadelphia is born. There'll be 144,000 people come to God. There could be 144,000 true documented miracles. Right. Now, that would be a phenomenon that really shocked this world, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Can you imagine that? As people accept Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, and begin to follow him and tell people what they believe, mass healings start to occur. Mm-hmm. Now that would be amazing, wouldn't it? But isn't the Church of Philadelphia doesn't the, it just have a little bit of power? Well, little power, you could say limited power, but God doesn't give a church. He doesn't give us all the power of the universe. He gives us the no. power, the power we need at that moment. You mean I can't walk on water for fun? You can go try, I mean. <laughs> I, if, if if I saw some healings, I might actually try to walk on water. That's the truth. Right, but I think it just goes a lot deeper than just walking on water, Danny. I think yeah, it I goes to, yeah, but it goes to, you know, the world seeing people healed would be amazing. It doesn't make people repent, but it really makes them think. But then if the same people that are healed Four or five in the walking in the spirit and truth of God, the same right. people four or five years later are taken in the first of two rapture events. Well, that's a double witness, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And then, because everyone that would be part of a church of Philadelphia would share the same doctrinal belief, so everyone would be really preaching and saying what's going to be coming. Right. And it's not what people believe or want to hear, that's for sure. You know, some churches used to, you know, so many churches teach if you're, if you believe in the Trinity and you're, quote, born again, you're guaranteed heaven and a rapture in the air. So there's still about 100 million people at any given Uh moment. They believe that in any second they're going to be raptured into heaven. It's not what Jesus taught. He, He taught the complete opposite. He said, pray always that you're accounted worthy to uh, uh, to escape all the things that are going to come to pass and stand before him. That's a big difference. And then right. two verses earlier, he warns believers that if you're overcome with drunkenness and partying and the cares and worries of life, you're going to be left behind. So that's another lesson. See, uh, right. a lot of churches want to teach. You're worthy by the blood of Jesus. But Jesus never taught that. You're forgiven by his blood when you repent. But worthiness is something you earn. You earn the crown of life. But especially in Protestantism and Catholicism, they just do not want to hear that word earn. That's like uh, that's like the unspoken word. They well, hate the Catholic, that word earn. Well, the Catholics believe that... Uh... You can pray for somebody after they die, and you can give money to the church after they die, and maybe it'll buy their way into heaven. Yeah, well, that's a good that's a good scam to get more money from people, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You got an, an Uncle Joe that died of alcoholism? Well, give the church some money. Maybe uh, he'll squeak in somehow. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. but none of that is what Jesus thought. It's just not... So if you're not going to go by what Jesus taught in the Bible and and really seek what the real truth is, then what's the point? What's the point of even uh, confessing his name? There, there really would be no point. Yeah, there is no point. No, Jesus said it himself then. He said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? He said, he said, he said, he, he warned that. 
He said, well, he said, not everyone that calls me Lord, Lord will enter heaven, but only those that do the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. So you got to follow. You can't just call Jesus your Lord. You have to follow him as your Lord. Well, That's a lot a of big... people, they, they don't want to, they don't want to have a master or, or, or someone to serve in heaven. They, they even say, you know, they'd rather rule in hell than be, than be a servant in heaven. Well, <laughs> first of all, who said they're going to rule in hell? That's their own imagination, but that's what they say. No, they can, people could say anything. But they're not going to be ruling in hell. They're going to be suffering in hell. But hell is not forever either because God's going to, uh, you know, um, it says hell will give up its dead and everyone will be judged. God will even give people a last chance to repent, I believe, at that point, And they still won't want it. They'd rather be disintegrated. Because hell is that. not forever. Jesus said souls can be disintegrated. Yeah, because when when people That's are heresy. Casting, hell is forever. It's for all eternity. It's heresy. Uh, hell, hell isn't forever. The Bible even <laughs> says Jesus yeah. himself. Well, Jesus said, don't fear man who can destroy your body, but fear God who can destroy both your body and your soul in hell. He said that That's God true. can destroy your soul. So, who are you going to believe, Jesus or people? Jesus. Well, there you go. That's what a follower of Jesus would say. You know, somebody who follows Jesus believes his words in red. Anything else you're following, just the, the teachings of men with no power whatsoever. And, you know, that's what people want to do with their free will, Danny. That's what I they think- choose to do. I think that churches take some kind of joy in thinking that non-Christians will burn in heaven for all, burn in hell for all eternity. I think they get some joy out of it. Well, joy if you if they get joy out of seeing people suffering, or the thought of people suffering forever, that's that's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And then people to think like that. I don't think they're looking at their own life too deeply, are they? No, they're not. No, that would come from a very hateful attitude, wouldn't it? Yep. Well, wouldn't it be a uh, God isn't like that, but that isn't a loving a loving uh, doctrine, very evil doctrine. I always tell people God is a God of second chances, and and sometimes I even tell them He's a God of third and fourth chances too. So we'll wait and see what happens. Well, he gives everybody, every day is another chance for people to repent. That's true. Right? So there's many days, but then the first ra- after the first rapture event, well, then everyone's going to have to make, it's not didn't make the first worthy cut, they're going to have to make the, the choice of a lifetime to follow mm-hmm. Satan and take part in this Luciferic initiation or... To accept Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, and face the worst persecution that the church in the world has ever seen. A second Holocaust against any one thing Christian so bad, maybe more 300 million people or more will be killed for their faith. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, the Holocaust was 6 million people. You're talking three, four hundred million people will be martyred for the for their repenting and their their newfound faith in Jesus as the Son of God. Yeah, yeah, but it's little smarter to make the first cut in the first of two raptures, Danny. Before yeah, the church is. of Philadelphia, yeah. But um, the world's looking very apocalyptic, and the next major event on God's calendar is the birth of the Church of Philadelphia. But, of course, if people aren't listening to the Holy Spirit, they they wouldn't know that in, in any way, shape, or form, would they? Yeah. I just have a hard time seeing how wicked the world is and how close we are to a world war. And thinking, thinking like that makes me think, you know, it puts that thought in my head that, uh, 
you know, the, the rapture will happen sooner than later. Well, it'll happen when God has people to rapture, Danny. Right. Who's he gonna? If there's no worthy believers to rapture, who's he gonna rapture? Yeah, I, just, I mean, Penguin. Ten more years. Well, we'll we'll take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk a lot more about that, Danny, on Doomsday Talk Radio. Hold that thought. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy about and everything else 
things get <laughs> worse and worse and worse, and things are just all constantly Putin takes the blame for everything. You know, gas prices were extremely high until before Putin uh, started his war on Ukraine because Biden shut down the uh, the pipelines and put mass regulation on oil production. Look at the stock market reacting, reacting that he had crashed 1,063 points today. That's uh, over a trillion dollars evaporated. So right. many people have... Uh, uh, those uh, 401k plans, they're all invested in the stock market. Well, their plans, a trillion dollars was just lost today, and a trillion dollars was lost on Monday. Would you take your money out of the stock market and put it in something like Bitcoin? No, I wouldn't put anything in Bitcoin because they could stop that in a heartbeat, and they will. No. Nope. I'd put my money if I won a lottery, I'd put my money in all the companies that are following Satan, because I know they're, they're the companies that are going to be around. You know, Verichip and things like that. Yeah, well, or whoever's working on now, the digital scannable tattoo, yeah. They're not going to tell us about that one until the time covers, uh, I'm pretty sure. No, they're not going to go that far, but they're, I think before the Antichrist even comes, there'll be a digital money. I don't think there'll be, I think we'll have a Already have a cashless credit card society. Just a matter of time till another pandemic or another version of COVID is released, and eventually they're going to blame it on uh, the handling of money as a major transmitter. I'm surprised right. they, it's not really be talked about much now. I really I heard something about the other day. They were thinking they were predicting a new virus, a oh. new uh, COVID virus. Sure they are. Bill Gates came out and said it. Uh, Fauci saying it. They're not going to let this. Um, they're not going to let this pandemic die, because let's face it. There's another outbreak, another variant, and you're going to have mass mail-in voting for the uh, 2022 elections. Right. Mass mail-in voting is very easy to be manipulated. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's last time by some kind of miracle Biden won with more votes than any president ever did before. I wonder how he did that. Well, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there probably yeah. wasn't as many citizens in America that, <laughs> that voted. Well, no. Well, if, it, if you ask Donald Trump, he'll say it was uh, it was stolen, rigged, and people can decide yeah. for themselves. But yeah, but that's. Uh, yeah, I don't – very shady election, and the next yeah, one's going to be going to be worse. And now they leaked about the Supreme Court plans to uh, – had a plan to overturn Roe versus Wade, but they leaked it, so maybe two or three justices will realize the chaos that will be unleashed and change their vote. That's why that was released. Right. That but, would, you know, that would, that would cause that? a lot of riots in America, I imagine. Well, it's going to cause a lot of chaos. That yeah. that's that's for sure. And chaos is the name of the game. Remember the Illuminati, this global Luciferic elite that run of billionaires that runs this world. They their motto is through chaos shall come order, the new world order. Right. Create chaos and then off, offer us a solution. And that's Did what the world. That, I know a lot of people are fans of fans of wrestling and uh right. they've been they've been doing this wrestling called the new world order for the longest time and people just think of it as as a, a joke now well a lot of people do some see it's more than a joke but yeah but uh the ww uh world wrestling whatever it, it it's it, over the last 15 years has really adopted occult teams as does as it does everything, video games, music, movies, commercials, everything is pushing. Almost everything is pushing some type of a of this Lucifer agenda. Like we played that song twice. Whatever happened to Mary? Well, yeah. when the Antichrist comes in some type of UFO arrival, 
He's going to say that Mary was what? Abducted and impregnated by aliens. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he's going to say. And that's going to start this delusion. Because when the Antichrist comes, he's basically, you know, it's being promoted twice a week, all day long by uh, History Channel, this concept of ancient aliens, that ancient aliens made men. So when the Antichrist comes, it's exactly what he's going to teach. And he, and he's going to teach that um, they want to return to save mankind. And uh, we just have to follow what they want. And then he's going to well, teach. Right. Good, will there then. be an appearance of will there be an appearance of aliens, real aliens, or do you think it'll just be kept in secret? You know, just telling us there's aliens, but never see them. Maybe there there may be a, a spaceship land with twelve clone beings emerge. But I, I don't I don't think I don't think there's going to be mass uh, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be mass uh, UFOs landing on Earth. No. There may be one craft land with 12 clone beings come out that are uh, possessed by demons. There may be a lot of, like, uh, UFOs in the sky, crop circles appearing, things like that. But no, I don't right. believe there's going to be mass, mass. No, I, I don't believe that's what's going to come. The, I the have reason to... why I be... sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you again. Okay, then. Go ahead. I, I, when I read... The book of Daniel, chapter 7, it talks about the fourth beast being, uh, having iron teeth and great and dreadful. I always imagined that was a fleet of UFOs attacking the Earth. No, I don't believe it's a fleet of UFOs, but they may come out with some uh, some type of weapon that's more devastating than anything the world's ever seen. Right. So it's, probably, it's, it's some type of weapon I don't think we've ever seen before. That makes sense. Some, yeah, so, something something like that. Like imagine animals all having teeth of uh, a bone, and suddenly one has steel teeth. Well, that's you know who's going to win that dog fight? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but no, but um, the Antichrist will have some type of uh, extraterrestrial arrival on Earth. When I originally wrote in 1986 that the Antichrist will come in some kind of spaceship. People thought that was the most ridiculous thing they've ever heard. Today, they're actually looking for a savior to come in a spaceship. That's how the, that's that's how the world's changed, eh? What about uh, Sherry Stricker's uh, theory that there will be lizard men? Well, that's not her theory. She stole that from uh, other sources. But, of course, you know, in the, uh, the teaching will be that there's different alien races and, of course, the Aryans, the blonde-haired, blue-eyed humanoids are the uh, good guys, and they'll make the God of the Bible the um, the leader of the, quote, reptilian alien. So then all, all his followers will be tainted with this alien reptilian DNA, which repulses people. Just right. like that was a – it's an update on what Hitler believes about the serpent seed. You know, the, the uh, Jewish people he was claiming and non, non-white, quote, Aryan people were, were tainted with this uh, serpent seed. Well, uh, updated for uh, 2022, reptilian alien DNA. Uh-huh. You know, you know when they want to have a mass holocaust, then he, they always demonize the people before they uh, start the holocaust. They always want to dehumanize them. So we, we see that happening now. It's it's being promoted everywhere. The Antichrist is just going to come and fill in the blanks. Uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed Aryan aliens, good guys. Reptilian aliens, uh, bad guys, you see? Uh-huh. So if a person won't follow the Antichrist and they repent and accept Jesus as the Christ's son of a living God, they'll claim, well, they, they're tainted with reptilian alien DNA. And that's even taught in uh, Spider-Man by Marvel Comics. Yeah. Right out in the open. That's true. Yeah, I know. It's not uh, it's not even a hidden doctrine, Danny. But, I know, you know when I got, my, 
I got my DNA test done recently, and uh, right. it came back 1% unassigned. I thought, well, good, it's aliens. <laughs> Alien 1%. in my blood. Well, I just means they can't figure out the gene pool. pool. Yeah, exactly. It's very complicated. Just like if you read the Bible, everyone on earth today came from Noah and his wife. And from them, right. there are three sons and their three uh, daughters. So, therefore, everyone is at least 33% Noah or 23% Noah. So, everyone is, quote, uh, from the same family tree. That's true. White, Hebrew, black, it all comes from the same father and mother. I wonder why God favored the, the children of Abraham. I've always wondered that. It's not that I don't care that he does. I'm just curious why. Because Israel was the only little nation that wanted God and his laws. He chose them because they wanted him. How could he choose how could he choose uh ancient Sumer to worship this pantheon of twelve uh gods and what it was telling them just what they wanted to hear, see? Right. I mean, people, let's face it, people didn't want the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. People didn't want to hear that. Nope. No. So it, it, God chose ancient Israel because they wanted God. If they if they didn't want God or the things of God, he would not have chosen them. That makes sense. Right. The Bible says many are called. Jesus said many are called, but few are chosen. Well, who does God choose? Those that want him. That's a very limited amount of people. <laughs> How can he choose somebody that doesn't want to follow him? Yeah, exactly. Because he gave us free will. And, and free will is the um, free will. But I also know. Jesus said that God could turn a rock into a child of Abraham if he wanted to. So that means he could turn a Gentile into a child of Abraham if he so desired. Well, no, he said, he said, if he, actually he said, he can make the rocks become alive and praise God. Uh-huh. That's a little different. Must be my translation. <laughs> yeah. I got it's, the it's, NLT Bible. Well, that's because that's, that's paraphrase that's somebody putting it in their own words right but he was saying even if the human race will not uh praise or worship god god can make the the stones come alive and worship him if he wanted to but he doesn't that's why free will is the whole theme of the whole bible that god gave us a free will we can believe and do anything we want with it don't anything we want free will you can do anything you want with your free will. Right. But it's free will is going to run its course smack into the great tribulation where everyone's going to have to use their free will to choose following Satan and believing you can become a God or following Jesus as the Christ, the son of a living God. There's not going to be any choice C. Somebody once said to me, they're going to choose C. Well, to choose C is to not initiate. It's off of your head anyway. <laughs> yeah, and yep. the Holocaust is going to last for 1,260 days, which is three and a half years. And then what happens on that day? The second rapture event happens. The trumpet will sound. The dead in Christ rise first. And the few Christians that are alive and remain will be caught up to be with the Lord in the air and forever be with them. But the goal is to have a worthy walk with God and make it in the first of two raptures. And that starts with following God in spirit and truth and with who Jesus truly is. You are the Christ, the son of a living God, not some Hindu trinity God they turned it into. That's where it all begins, Danny. Yep, that's where it all begins, and that's where it's all going to end. We also read at the time of the end, one-third of all the nation of Israel is going to repent and reject the Antichrist, and then God, God will send the angel Michael to lead them to safety 
in the in this rock fortress in Petra in Jordan. Mm-hmm. So they're going to ride out the, the rest of the, the judgments of Earth in this rock uh, fortress at Petra. I've seen pictures of Petra. It's a beautiful place, but it seems kind of barren, like there's no food there. Well, that's true. What are the Israelites going to eat? They're probably going to eat manna from heaven as they did in, in the Old Testament for 40 years. That makes Remember sense. when God rained down manna from heaven, yeah. Yep. And they got yep. tired of it eventually and asked for meat. Well, a small a small group did. Right. They rebelled and they were demanding meat. So God sent them birds. And then while he was eat, they were eating the birds in their rebellion, they were destroyed. Right. Yeah. That shows what God thinks of rebellion. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it says in the book of Samuel, Denny. It says it's it says witchcraft is as rebellion and idolatry as stubbornness. Because at a heart level, isn't all sin rebellion? Yeah, it is. And stubbornness, right? God's saying do something yeah. and a person shakes their head no. God says, Stop doing that. The person shakes their head no. So, so yeah. really, on a heart level, all sin is rebellion. All sin is being stubborn, not not listening to what the Holy Spirit says. Yeah, you might you might not be God's servant, but uh, you're still a servant of sin, according to what you told me in the past. Right. Well, that's what we were talking about earlier. People don't want to. They don't want to serve God willingly. They want to be quote free, but are they free, or are they nope. a slave? Were they a slave to sin and all their mass addictions? That's that's really the question that people, you really have to look at. Somebody says, oh, they don't want to serve God. They want to be free. Well, the person's addicted to cigarettes, pornography, and uh, drugs. So where's their freedom? They don't have it. They have no right. They don't have freedom at all. They're a slave to sin. Jesus came to break the chains of slavery. You know, we don't follow Jesus because we have to today. We follow him because we choose to. Right. Free will. But that's not being a slave. That's that's being a willing servant. Yeah, it is. I always wondered about that. Why would people even care about being a servant of God? On earth, you have to be. You have to work for somebody. You're not. You're not a. You're a servant to somebody. Well, most pe- people are, but they just, when it comes to, yeah, they'll, but then a lot of people uh, complain a lot about their, their boss and all. Some yeah, people are the boss. They still do the job. Right, but you're right. The majority of, of people work for someone, so they don't have any problem with that, but then when it comes to God, suddenly it's slavery. Yeah. No one's forced to follow uh, Jesus as the son of a living God today. And no one's going to be forced in the tribulation. You'll be forced to make a choice, but the choice is all yours. God never forces people to follow him. He, It's a free will event, Danny. You have to want right. to. That's only fair, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we should always respect people's free will. I mean, if somebody calls up, they believe this, that, and that. That's fine. That's what they want to believe with their free will. We don't have to agree with them, but they have the right to, to follow what they want, as wrong as it may be. Yeah. I used somebody, to try to force right. people to believe what I believe. I, I butt my head against the wall too many times. Yeah, and where did that get you? Nowhere. Just Nowhere. Made, made people angry with me, that's all. That makes pushes people away. <laughs> right. Yep. Huh. yep it I mean, look at it like this, Danny. If they don't see something in you, like hope, joy, peace, if they don't see that in you, then why would they even ask you about anything? That's true. Right. Yeah. Think about that. If they see, if they see light in you, they may ask you, "Well, why are you like that?" Right. If there's nothing to see, you're wasting even more time. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. What Jesus said, where those that follow him in the spirit and truth are what? The light of the world. That's true. So you're going to have a light in you, a, a spiritual light that the world doesn't have. I agree. If they don't see uh, the light. I get excited and happy when, I talk, when I'm talking about the Bible with people that love the Bible and love God and love Jesus. and and But, uh, but, uh, Everybody deals with a little bit of depression, no matter how hard you try to avoid it. Well, yeah, well, we live in a depressing world, but we can overcome that with God. That's true. Can't right, right? That Jesus said He's given us the power of God to over be an overcomer. Well, <laughs> depression is clearly something to overcome. Yeah, it makes We're sense. Feel, feeling hopeless is something to overcome. Or feeling overcome is something to overcome. A lot of people just <laughs> feel overcome by the problems of this life. And Jesus gave us the power to overcome them and look to Him. Right. Life is very can be very hard eh, in this world. And following Jesus, what He gave us to do is easy, but the world makes it hard. The devil makes it hard to follow Jesus, not God. Satan does. He doesn't want the light. He doesn't want people to walk in the light. He don't want you to know the truth. That's why he he did everything he could to pervert Christianity. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he, I think he edited every book he that he could edit. Well, he didn't edit the Gospels, Benny, because they don't they are not what people want to hear. Yeah, well, even even they twist that John three sixteen a little bit. They twist it a lot of bit in every way, but we don't. They'll say God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son, but the next breath they'll flip it in there. But Jesus is God the Son. See, we're not doing that, right? See, but the the text itself is clear. It's the interpretation. Jesus said, call no religious man your father, because you have one father, God. What do all Catholics, what are they taught to teach to call their pri- a priest? A father. Father. What do they call the Pope? The Holy <laughs> Father. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's not following Jesus. They didn't change the Bible to agree with their teaching. They just they just violate it. They go against it. They, they didn't change it. They didn't change it at all, did they? Yeah. They didn't. They just changed the interpretation of it. Yeah. That's a clear example. Yeah. But but Jesus just saying he has a father, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? I know there was only... Genesis through Deuteronomy was not mistranslated at any point in time because he said not one jot nor one tittle would change from this book and he also warned against changing the book of Revelations at, in chapter 22 so I know Revelations is pure too but I'm not so sure about everything else well the words of Jesus have not been changed and um, Revelation was such an obscure book most people didn't even mess with it Yeah, but to look back to the Torah, 90 seconds left, Benny, the, the five books of Moses, they're actually computer encoded, which came to be called the Bible code. Right. So, again, nothing was changed there. People changed the interpretation. They didn't change the text. That's true. They didn't. Like I said, they did not change Jesus' words to agree with their doctrine. They just changed the interpretation. The interpretation. That makes sense. Yeah. And it repeat, it, the thing about Jesus' words is it was just re, it's repeated four times. You know, different disciples repeated the same information, so you know it's probably true. Or yeah, it has that's, to be true. That's true. Yeah, it reads a little different, but it's the same words. That's right. Some are repeated words. Some of the Gospels add some more teachings, but... Yeah, it's basically the same words. It survived all these years, too. Same words. The words in red. 
Yeah, we're just about out of time here, Denny, but I hope someone out there listening was helped by our show today. That's why we do it. And we look forward to the birth of the Church of Philadelphia. And, um, yeah, with that said, you know, God bless. Good night. Thanks, Denny, and take care.